1: In the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: It's my show.
3: Hey. Put a little I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey, put a little. Put a little bit more in there, Cowboy. And the Bulldog. What's your degree in?
4: Kicking ass and taking names.
3: On WGR
1: Sports Radio 550.
3: Just quickly before we get to your calls, this Mark Murphy story is kind of interesting, right? I mean, he would have known.
4: That, I, I, think I would think he knows what age he is. Yeah, right.
3: Well, he would have known that once he turned 70, the team bylaws force him out. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's retirement age, anyway. I mean, yes, that's sure, <laughs> but I don't know. I'd never heard of anything like that.
4: No, me in, in sports me I means a
3: publicly owned, right? Quote publicly owned team. So
4: I don't know. Mark Murph, Clarence High School. He probably stays on in some advisory capacity uh, anyway, even after he's he's been there. As I feel like he's. Do you have you've been saying it all? seven oh seven, 7 Okay, boy. I thought it was even longer than that. I, I was I was wondering if he's been doing it the whole time I've been on the radio. <laughs>
3: he feels was, like I was hearing
4: about Clarence native Mark Murphy and the Patri- and the Packers for forever.
3: He was the AD at Colgate for about a decade after he well he went to after he played in the NFL he went to Colgate Then he was the AD at Northwestern okay. for taking on. Uh, this job but he's maybe defensive coordinator maybe there's a another job in the organization like you said <laughs> probably he looks like he can still play that's what you want to say he looks oh like he can sure looks yeah. like he should still be out there <laughs> well good luck to him joe is with us hi joe how are you good joe thanks for calling
5: good uh, you know it's it's just going to end up this way where uh they'll get rid of middle State, who's not one of the people who don't seem to give efforts like every night as opposed to 60 or 70 percent of the rest of the team and um yeah i just think it's going to boil back to okay you know uh you should sign these guys to three-year contracts instead of these seven-year contracts and it's just uh just ridiculous and it's just you know you, you I, I split season tickets with uh not split i take a four a quarter of season tickets mm-hmm. with my nephew and it's like he's just saying last night we just came back you know two years ago and that's it we're this year no because it's it's effort and, and that's all it is you know even if if they worked as hard as they could it and mm. at least did that but they don't and that's why they're not in the playoff hunt i don't some, I, some think, yeah and, and i don't think this I don't think, think this I don't think
3: this is true at all but too,
5: that it's not effort but how is it that they can play so well um i had called into the saturday show a number of weeks ago and they were going from the defensive Uh, posture to the offensive posture, yet when you saw them play against the Rangers and the Bruins and these teams, they played really good games this year. How is it they can look like that, playing the defensive posture, yet then they come out and play these other games that appear, okay, appear that the whole team isn't trying as hard. I, I guess you
3: want to ask yourself whether that holds water right <laughs> you know? why, why, why why you're asking us why would it be that they don't try sometimes well ask yourself the same question because i don't think that's it at all i i, just, yeah, I, don't, I know you don't effort effort is always sort of the crutch when a team is losing and i think a team can look to some like it's showing a lack of effort when it's confused when it's demoralized you know, last night's game. You want to you Want to mention last? You you don't want to mention last night's game, right? Because that would not be a game that that qualifies. Oh no,
5: no, they put they put a great effort in last night. Okay, and they really did win. There's two Montreal games this year, and a couple other games where they totally outshot the team and they deserved to win and they didn't.
3: Right, and um, that that would not be these would not be games. Thanks, Joe, where you'd blame them for not trying. It's a long season. Teams have off nights. I mean, there's all kinds of different explanations for it. But I don't know. The effort just that does not work for me to just dis- to explain it. I, I it it happens. Th- this team, how many games in a row did they have to lose under Kruger before a coaching change was made? Was it
4: twelve, and then they lost a few more after that? I think it was ended up being an eighteen game streak, if I remember correctly. And I think it was twelve or thirteen when Kruger got canned. I
3: might even guess it was more, but yeah. still, just what did LA just lose? They just lost to Buffalo. Right.
4: But that's that's significant. Yeah.
3: I don't
4: know. Yeah, what I, do you want to say about I, that? I, I I I well, I think it's a it is uh a go-to. Uh there there can be truth in it. I mean, I I don't know. Um I I I think what has mostly happened to the Sabers this year is exactly you you said it. The first thing you said back to the caller was confused. Um and look that 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 doesn't make the players blameless, um you know, because there are times like the caller saying where it, it seems like, and Paul will tell you Paul has said it probably a thousand times already this season when they play the game plan, like it works um you know for the most part uh but i I think that they've had trouble consistently doing that because they have the the, the message is muddied or they aren't equipped to do it but i just i feel like they got tangled up by the the defensive effort and guys are questioning whether or not they should be making the plays that they made so well last year because they they don't want to get in the wrong spot you know even there's a moment last night in the game, I, I thought if I if I were one of these guys that like breaks down the tape and wants to put a column up on the web, I'm sure the company would love it if I had the time or took the time to do this. I have the time, um, just not technologically you're, you're advanced enough to do it. Into a box. I, here. I know. I better shut up. Um, there's a play in the third period. The the puck is going behind the net, and middlestats on the on the wall around the faceoff dot in the zone, and you can see there's a four checker. Maybe it's Greenway's going in there. And like I recognize, and Middlestaff does too, but he's a little late. He he goes, oh, I, my guy's going to win this battle and this puck is coming over here. But he waits. Don't want to get caught in deep, high guy, I don't know, whatever, defensive responsibility. He goes and he's like a tick late and the puck comes around the wall and it's out of the zone. And you go from an effective four check to uh, regrouping, starting over again. And I feel like, those are moments, like if you, if you, if you, I spent the time, I think you would probably find hundreds of examples of that this season, where a guy is just a tick late and that look, the, the coach can try to tell you what to do, but if somehow or another you're getting what you think is conflict well, you got to get on that, oh, you got to be, got to be responsible, you're, you're, you're hesitant. And I think that can look like a lack of effort a lot. Um, so I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that these guys are all just sitting around eating ice cream and just don't care about the season. I highly doubt it. I think they're more, they're more tangled up than they need to be. I think they're not playing free and easy and instinctual. I think they're thinking too much and maybe the makeup of the team needs to change dramatically so they can get where they need to be on a more regular basis. And you know, that's not all the coach's fault. But it is a reason to think about changing your coach. If you think a third of your roster and your most important offensive players are tangled up and it's Christmas time, I think you do something about that if you're a real tomato ketchup sports franchise. They chose not to, and we're still here. Just like last year. Yeah. I think that is still what the biggest problem is with them. Stagnant. Yeah. Look. See,
3: like that—that's good detail on that. This that description that works as an example of a play where you'd want to question this idea that they don't try. The caller told on himself. What? Did, what is the one? Any, anybody raise your hand? What's the one thing the caller told on himself? It's the oldest trope in the history of sports radio. Money. Right. The big contracts. They, they all should have signed three-year contracts. Once those guys—the six, seven guys—right, multi-year contracts, seven, six, seven million dollars and up. Once that happened, you have these many fans who are just going to sit there and wait until you lose, and then they're going to blame the money. Who are they supposed to sign to a three-year contract? Darlene, so he could walk? Thompson, all the rage, so he could walk? Anybody you do that with, you are setting yourself up to have them walk at their peak or close to it. That's why they didn't do it. That's why a lot of teams are doing it this way. Not just the Sabres. The Sabres are not on their own signing young talent to seven-year deals. They made their bets on those guys. That's the that's a problem now if you don't like the makeup of the team, because the only way you can change the makeup of the team is to basically fire your fourth line and your third D-pair, which, you know, is another one. Actually, I think you and I would have done that last year, too. Sure. And they brought the whole line back anyway, which was, I think, inexplicable. They wanted leadership. They did it in the name of leadership. I would be shocked if the owner didn't want that himself. So you can't really shake up the makeup of the team, right? But you're telling on yourself, if you're like, they all should have signed three-year contracts. Really? Break it down for me. Tell me how Darlene, would, that would have been a better idea. Owen Power, I mean, you 101 pick. You went out there on Owen Power. that You maybe could have waited on him. I don't know. I don't, never blamed them for doing it because... You're the Buffalo Sabres, and that's how you lose guys. You lose guys signing those two. That's how you lost Reinhardt. And I I, I bet the same fans were saying he didn't try. How does that sound in retrospect? Guy's a star, absolute star in the league. He was always good here. Heard all the nonsense about his attitude, playing center, all crap the whole time. Super player that the Sabres, as you would have heard me say, how many years ago is this? It's more recent than a playoff game. I know that. Lock him up. He's good, but
4: they they, they, br- they bridged him
3: right out of town. Is that's what they right? Did. That's right. And they they lost anyway. You know they might have lost anyway, even with that, and he would have been criticized for not trying the same way. Not everybody can be expected to give the same effort every night. Literally, right? That can't be the expectation. And you can measure this stuff. That's not easy to do. That. But some of it is measurable, but it just does not work. And there, I want to say for myself, there can be—it's—it's ne- it's never happened, maybe, but there can be a take about effort in the actual pros that maybe could convince me that it has some merit. But when you go talking about well, just blanket statement—they should have signed them to three-year deals. I already know that you're going to be there anyway. You're going to say it's effort anyway, because. It's easy because they got paid, and they're set for life, and so why would they try at sports? Why would they try at their job? They already got $7 million a year. Why would they try? Oh, they lost. Guess what? They didn't try. You think last night? No, I wouldn't say that about last night or a couple of Montreal games. Like It, it yeah. almost always fails to work as a good argument, and this is no exception.
4: Yeah, if, if that's where you end up standing, and I think a lot of people would be there. Um, I think you're doomed because of the makeup. You you, you are committed to a, a lot of this group here. And that's not to say you couldn't, you know, you know I'm, I'm I'm sitting here with Cap Friendly open all day. None of those guys that sign those deals, that unless I'm missing it here, have no moves. Like Skinner, no move clause. Tuck, modified, no trade clause. There's nothing for Thompson, nothing for Cousins. Nothing for Dalene, nothing for Power.
3: Well, so I mean, I, so I don't know. Are you are you, you starting are you starting a campaign for no, trading one I, of those I, people?
4: I'm merely just saying, like it it, it isn't completely infl- unless it, it's possible because Dalene and Power are still on their previous deals that that stuff kicks in after. But the other guys are all into their contracts and that's none of that is represented here at Cap friendly anyway. And other guys are. So all I'm saying is like you're not as you're not if you wanted to trade one of those guys, I think you still could. But you're selling low on
3: right? cousins on cousins. Yeah, absolutely. And nobody's doing that. And well, he, or even Thompson, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be a major thing, but you would you would still look terrible,
2: the Sabres. Yeah, of course.
4: Yeah. I I, I merely was just pointing out that it's not completely, you know. I started to say, you're stuck. If you think they're not trying because they got big contracts, well, strap in because you've got multiple <laughs> years coming of these guys who you think aren't trying and have big contracts. Uh, all I'm saying is like none of that is, at least if, if this is correct, and I think it is, um, that you, there is flexibility there, if you wanted it. Travis is next. Hi, Travis. How's it going? Good. Thank you.
6: Uh, yeah, I just wanted to chime in. I've worked in a pro of NBA locker room for 20 years. You get to know the guys. You get to know their tendencies. I ran across a few guys over all those years on all the teams that didn't care and didn't try. They, uh, You always hear the narrative like you're saying. It's not a thing. They, everybody wants it. Everybody is trying for the most part all the time. They're going to have their off days here and there, but they do. They There's only a couple guys that don't care.
3: Yeah, Uh. right, very rare. You don't get to that level with that sort of – Mindset. Thanks, Travis. Here's Ryan next. Hi, Ryan.
6: Hey, fellas. Uh, I just want to chime in on the conversation, let you guys debate it. I'll hang up here real fast. Um, You know, you guys named them all off. Michael, Riley, Montour, Reinhardt. Like how much does this come down to management and the GM moving these players or not signing or keeping them all these different things? You know what I mean? It's 13 years of misery here. And you look at all those names you just named off. When can they take some responsibility on the GM or the director of hockey ops, or whoever you want to call them, like to to not move those assets and keep them and build a team and have an identity in Buffalo? We the team needs an identity, just like you know what I mean. It's like any other team in pro sport. They need to have some kind of identity and they've let all these players slip through the cracks or want out or whatever it's going to be because of this losing, and it's been 13 years. So when does it come back to that responsibility falling on a GM's head? Or, you know what I mean? Who do they answer to? Or when's it ever going to change?
4: <laughs> easy. These are such easy questions. Thanks for lobbing softballs in here. Um, I think the, the previous era here, Eichel, Reinhardt, uh Montour if you want um, them, Those are moves, I think, that, ha- that had, for ver- varying reasons, they had to be made. Those moves had to be made, and they were. And you, know, you can s- you say how you got there and blame different people for how it turned out, but those moves had to be. Reinhardt had a gun to their head. Eichel had injury issues and medical like treatment issues they just had to clear the, clear the room and start over they did and now is where to me the 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 clock should be really ticking on Adams the, for this year specifically because they had a team that looked poised to take a step and he i guess chose to augment it with nothing substantive i mean the defensemen we we spent how much airtime last you're talking about a partner for Owen Power to move Yoki Yokiharyu down your lineup so that you could stabilize your defense? And he signed two third-pair guys, one of whom has been the worst player on the team. Those were choices Adams made. There was there were other ideas that were out there. He went this route. And you know, the only forward contribution they're getting from someone that wasn't here already is an 18-year-old could they could have never seen coming, making the roster in Zach Benson. And, you know, so there's injuries and there's other stuff. But in the summer, Jack Quinn goes down. They did nothing. And then months later, I'm listening to Don Granado talk about how, uh, really, we really, and it, look, it's true. You really missed Jack Quinn. He got hurt before the draft in June. You had months to do something about your roster if you felt you needed to. And they didn't. And thank God Zach Benson made the team as the 8th or ninth overall pick in the draft, which is not very common at all. But they, they, he did nothing. Benson hasn't scored a goal at home yet. Is that right?
3: That might be right. I boy, think I heard that boy, last night. did he night. have a great chance last night, too. Four goals, Pretty but early. maybe all on the road. Uh, I mean, the caller, all that stuff just doesn't matter anymore. It's not about accountability. Really, again, that word, accountability, what makes anybody think, i (laughs) got to go a little slower because we're wondering if the lights are on sometimes with the Sabres. I mean, there could be reason to ask that question, I guess. But just, you know, what happened with Brandon Montour has nothing to do with where we're at. They have not improved the roster sufficiently. And this year it's been regression. And some of that, I think, not everybody, it's not necessarily fair to say this, but depends on where you stood, was predictable, right? I mean, bringing back Gergensons and that, that crew, and then also uh, Eric Johnson and Clifton, like those were dubious choices, and they have not worked out. The goaltending is another part of this, but the goaltending isn't getting them beat, right? Like, that's the easy one. Not anymore, is not easy anymore. One. it's not, right. It's not getting them beat. Eight oh three, oh five fifty, the Sabres lose again. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog trying to figure it out. We've got a lot of experience at this. I don't know how well we've done, but we've certainly talked about it for years here and we continue to do so. Uh stay tuned. This is WGR.
1: We had enough chances. He was there. He obviously rose and made numerous point blank saves and we generated other point blank opportunities we might have missed a net on, but we generated, there's no question, enough to, to score more than we did.
3: Don Granado firing a little bit on the Sabres today. If I were less of a man, I'd say something like raise a banner, but that would just seem too, mm. too harsh.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
3: yep. generated. Yep. He's not wrong, but man, they're best guys. Ottinger, there were a lot of saves. You can maybe think of better saves, but I mentioned these, one, these three examples last night, Thompson off the wall in the first period from the left circle, uh, to the goalie's right. Then you have the Cousins sort of breakaway near the end, shorthanded, uh, Middlestat on the one-timer. You mentioned Darlene a couple times. Did any of these saves look that exceptional? Like, he's a big guy. He's in position. These guys are all yeah. pretty good. And just, you know, you need to pick those corners. And last year they were doing it.
4: Yep. You need to pick the corner. Benson had a great chance in the first. Yeah, first period coming out from behind the net. And you know, easy to watch on TV and go. You he, he just that that save looks pretty easy. It's a dangerous looking play because suddenly there's Benson in front of the net and he's all alone, and he just sort of shoots it as as quickly as he gets it. Basically, is what he did. And hard for him to know that he ha- he had to, he, the the play there is to push yourself wider out. And Ottinger's committed; he's down, and maybe you can you can sneak around him, but. And he had the time, as it turns out, and maybe, you know, he didn't think he did. And that's, you know, shot mentality, right? Like just get 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 it to the net right away. Just shovel it at the net. Instead, you know, maybe a more experienced player, a player more confident. I mean, he's eighteen years old. He's playing in the NHL. So these are things that will come with time, hopefully. But the play there is to, to wait the goalie out. You and he exactly. had the time to do it, but you know, there was just, ah, I got a chance, I'm gonna put it on the net. I don't want to hear oh. about trying to get cute.
3: Right, uh, right. And, cute you know, because
4: cute is bad. Trying too hard to make a make a nice play uh, where, you know, a nice play was called for, and he's got the hands and the ability, and the goalie was in a position where that was what was called for, was the nice play, the cute play. I, if It's Groundhog
3: Day to me with this shot mentality, you know, pucks to the net, no bad shots, last night. How many games do there have to be when – Sabres team will just shoot the puck like hell, right, just because that's what you got to do. And all your creativity is sucked out, you know, because, hey, one more pass, too cute, too many passes, pretty. We can't ever have that. Last year was the most fun Sabres season, I know what I'm saying, in a long time. And was there not more class and creativity and this from them? Was that bad? Was it bad in 07? When they won the President's Trophy, making tic-tac-toe plays. Isn't the point of signing forwards to $9 million contracts that they're capable of that? Does anybody doubt that they have guys who are capable of that, including the 18-year-old? So, yeah, screw it. Just shoot it. Right. Just shoot it. From wherever. Pucks to the net. Dirty goals. Walls. Bounces. Battles. What year is it? What did last year mean to anybody? Why
4: bother having... $2 Two million dollar forwards. If that's all you're going to do. Yeah, earlier caller said like, what's their identity? Somewhere in the midst of you know all, all the points you made, he said like well, they need an identity. Well, they had one last year. They had one. They, they took it out back. They just decided, you know. And look, you, I. I intellectually I understand why you know they wanted to get better defensively last year was really loose defensively and you know what are you trying to do you're not just trying to squeeze into the playoffs you're trying to win the Stanley Cup and teams that win the Stanley Cup don't just outscore you right they can play a a well-rounded game a 200-foot game all this stuff and and the boring stuff that we're criticizing right now is a part of all of that And, and has to be but you can't go too far and you can't overcorrect course. And I think that that is the thing that worries me the most is that that's what they did. And, like, I don't I, know. I need to get those guys back because that's the thing they're missing. I, I think more than anything else. And I don't know. May, maybe this. The way forward here, again, I'm going to say it. <laughs> strap in. The way forward, may, well, we we finally started playing better responsibly, and our goaltending has started to come through. So we've got the building blocks of a, of the, and now we just got to get the offense back. Like that's going to be the project for the summer, I think, and, and into October when the season comes around to beginning again. And I, okay, I'm I'm going to be over here watching. I'm gonna be squinting, looking at it, going, uh, okay, yeah, maybe.
3: Are they Are they gonna go all the way? What are the odds? that go all the like this season just plays out like it's been the whole time. You know what? Eighty points, so that's meaningless. Uh, what are the odds, in your opinion, that they start next year, same coach, same GM? You're not. I know you brought up there's no no trade clause on Thompson, whatever, but. You know he's probably here. Yeah, and I would want that. I think. Mm-hmm. Me too. It t- doesn't look like a steal anymore, like it did last year. But you know, you want your good players. Um, are, are we getting a summer of actually guys were okay? You know, all the different ways of trying to explain why this is actually growth and just telling us how hard it is.
4: I, I, yes. I, I think. I think that's what we're getting. That's why I keep saying, like, get get ready. Like, I, I just don't I don't think any sort of a wrecking ball is gonna swing. Um I I, I don't know. I mean, I point that out about the roster, not because I'm eager to move Dylan Cousins or Tage Thompson. Just like it's kind of a curiosity to me when I was looking at the the, the the you know, the salary cap. Like, wow, there's very few no move clauses here. Like that's odd in this era. Like every everybody gets one. You know, you sign a new contract, like, okay, sure, you get have it, You have a no trade, you have a no trade, you have a no trade. Um Oprah. Right. But I I I don't think that the they'll do much of that. Um Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Gergenson's and Oposo experiment is over. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's a clip
3: from what year
4: (laughs) you know but i i I, and where like a part of the the middle stat point that that uh, has been made today by me about the the trade deadline is you know at at some point i'm supposed to be making offensive room rule excuse me room for offensive roles for guys like kulik and savoy uh and roseanne and where where are they going exactly uh with with the build of this team right now I, I i don't see a spot that was always
3: the sort of the dilemma i guess um and that is that's i think really important when trying to analyze what the middle stat situation is right
4: you know and you know furthermore <laughs> just bring to mind here like last night thompson skinner and oposo. Like that's what we're doing. Like I get that Kulik was tired after the World Juniors and just went to the All-Star game and there were travel troubles or whatever, but I got I have a season that's going nowhere. Now, if if you if you want to try to tell me you're trying to get out of it by putting Kyle Oposo on your top line, uh, I'm sorry, I don't think that's a great plan. Um there's going to come a time here where I'm going to just want to try out every kid that is available in a role. When we're done dreaming of the eight or nine game winning streak that we keep talking about with Paul, that you know, they're going to start at zero again on Saturday against the Blues, see if they can ever get to three, let alone nine. Um, What am am I doing? my, 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 My most important guy is playing maybe with now your least effective forward. Good plan.
3: I don't know. This all just feels terrible, <laughs> right? Well, we're just sitting here. Just I throw, knew it would Throwing when, punches when, when at you, the air. When you said
4: at three o'clock, the, 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 the you're going to get mad. <laughs> That's it. It's a very depressing subject because I don't know. I just I don't. I, I'm at a point where I don't think anything really important is going to change. Well, eventually it does,
3: but it's very disappointing. I'll go back to last year, and I think, like you know, I said it all year last year, like it they they should have been able to sense that they had an opportunity, they were close enough and good enough. More importantly, they were good enough, like well back early in the season, and I think I got they have smart people over there. I gotta feel like that, that's a make that's a. Makeable move for a defenseman, not at the deadline when everybody's forcing it, but b- like before Christmas, and they did nothing. I didn't hate like you more did that they didn't get a goalie this this summer. I think it's all so random, and look how it's playing out. By the way, uh, that's not getting a beat. So I, th- that was not a criticism of mine. But then this year too, well the rest the rest of the off season, you know, like goalie no, but. Gergensen's again, they they must have ownership down, question mark. They must have thought they needed age because they still are the youngest team in the league now with those guys back and Eric Johnson. Mm -hmm. But come on, trust it. You know, yes, you're young, but...
4: Anyway, that was very confusing to me. I don't mind having some experience, but stagnant experience that you know its limitations and it, it hasn't given you the results you wanted, I don't understand why you just keep going with that. (laughs) <laughs> there, there, There's opportunity to do more to the roster. And, and everything doesn't have to be top-line guys. You can go acquire players that can fit those roles that maybe are younger and faster and maybe even better at those roles than the guys you've been flailing around with for the better part of a decade. Well, for me, and this is, again, obviously general
3: and very easy to say, but for, for a long time for me, that frustration has existed with the Sabres because it's like they're their bottom groups that are getting them beat, you know, those Eichel years where they were just getting buried whenever their top guys were not out there. O'Reilly is waivers because you're not trading these players, uh, but the churn of the waivers around the league. And nobody seems to really ever want to do that. Like guys get waived today. Jonathan Willis. I don't know the player from Winnipeg. Somebody cleared waivers and he's like, what is wrong with everybody? Like, obviously this guy's provably good. You know, so many teams have these problems at the back of their lineup, but they don't want to do it. You know, different reasons. Who knows? Corporate, comfort, just d- different reasons. They don't, they don't want to do it. They don't want to churn waivers. And, you know, somebody has to go when you do that. And there's just a lot, it's a there's a lot of process to it and maybe sentimentality to it. So teams don't tend to want to live in those streets. You could call up your cool leaks Right, but you, you want to make that decision. I think on the basis of his development, him, mm-hmm. and not put him in a role he's not suited for, like all of this. Um, but still, teams and the Sabers are not alone. They just don't want to dabble, even when there's there should be some real urgency. You know, they just don't want to do it. This is this goes back a long time for me, just you know, because you know I, I'm numbers and a, a, I follow a lot of numbers people who are incredulous about this. You know, why, why would you want this guy who's getting you killed and, and you just, it's an easy move, but maybe not, they don't think it's so easy in real life where you have to bring in the guy and then teach the system and do all these different things and familiarity with teammates. I don't know. There's some, there's some merit to that, but what's worse than just sitting there? what's, what's really worse than that? Just sitting there and watching it go by, you know? They don't know they're going to lose last night, but there's every reason to question these things about them and really what has changed since the season even started. They waived Jost. Eric, Eric Robinson. Eric Robinson. You can't just go take McDavid, but man, at least make it look good. Right. At least make it look good. At least make make it no make make us realize, you know, Ryan Johnson should be on the ice, you know, and maybe Eric Johnson shouldn't be on the ice. And, you know, maybe these guys, these veterans you defer to. This goes back a long time with the Sabres. Just don't deserve it.
1: Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
3: 803 0550, Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Who would have thought? The Super Bowl would arrive the week of the game in, of course, a fabulous destination location, in this case, Las Vegas, Nevada, and the weather would be nicer here. But it is. It's no warmer there. It's like 51 again today and wet. Sorry, he didn't do the obvious thing, which was put the Super Bowl in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would have <laughs> been better. Media and all the fans would have enjoyed. I heard, I thought it snowed here but this is great i mean yes, yeah, sure the strip but you ever been to the strip come on it's pretty awful awful it it really is awful yes i'm drawn to it but as soon as i start walking up and down the strip it's just like why did i want this it's really it really is awful yes jeff is next hello jeff
6: how you doing mike chris uh I've been a I'm a passionate hockey fan and I'm getting frustrated. Why don't Why doesn't Adams? He's got to give up some young guys to get something like a Hannifin. Jeez. they don't hit.
3: Well, it's probably a good thing that they don't hit because you want to have the puck. But um, I don't know what's the, what's the latest with Hannifin
4: Bulldog rumored to be traded for his entire professional career is the latest on Hennepin. So it's like status quo, I think pretty much is where we're at on that. But yeah, I mean the, the, the glaring, if you're looking for a thing that Adams has failed to do, um, that, that, I mean, that's a name. That's a, a good name. Uh, Chickering last year was a, a, a good name. I mean, he went to Ottawa, and Ottawa is one of the few teams in the league. I know. Can you believe it? There are teams behind the Sabres, uh, and Ottawa is one of them. So, like, you know, and they also signed a veteran goalie, too, by the way, Ottawa, and have That's fired and have fired their coach. Like they, They've hit for the cycle of things that you do, and none of it's worked. So, like, you know, nothing's foolproof. But the, the blue line, the inactivity on the blue line uh, still – I think is a problem for this team. They
3: have made a couple moves, and it has not worked out. How do you like that analysis, Jeff? Yeah, you're just getting frustrated. I I guess I'm a little bit jealous (laughs) if if it's just sort of setting in because it is going on 13 years. The league had never seen 11 before missing the playoffs. There are more teams now. I know there are technically. It's harder, but still, that's an insane. it's way worse than the bills way worse it almost boggles the mind how you could ever go in a league where there's so much luck you get the you have three one one overall picks and we're still basement dwelling or just about
4: Yeah. yeah
3: it really is like i'm not looking for any sort of sympathy here people sometimes say those kinds of things to us you know i feel bad for you guys today like it's it's not worthy of that but it's just so just like there's so only dead ends, you know, talking about it. It just makes you feel terrible. Mm-hmm. You're just ripping on people that are trying to do their best and but you got a job to do and it's a team that this city takes a lot of pride in or has and and you know hopefully still does for so many years. It's an important thing. And it too often looks like the the lights are off again, you know, just Where's the action? Really, not everything. It's, it's, got, it's got to be tough sometimes in sports because there are going to be moments when, if you recognize that point, if you agree with it, like you, you want to show that you're alive. But maybe that means something that you're not comfortable with. It's just, I think the, the counterpoint to that that holds up is there's so much just change and, and replaceability in this league that why would you ever be stuck and just sort of rolling out a losing roster, you know, as often as the Sabres have uh, without any sort of change to it? It's not going to, I don't want to make it sound like I think it's just, again, you can't go take McDavid. I mean, that it's just always easy to do something really meaningful. But at least for this fan, it would be easier to defend them if they were active and instead you just sort of get excuses and and a stagnant team that um, I don't know are they surprised that two months later after it maybe looked a little bit concerning that they're still sitting where they're sitting should they be surprised I'll hang up and listen Mike Shope and the Bulldog here 8030550 this is WGR
1: okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you